Good morning. Welcome to Tom's World Language Cafe coming to you live from Havana, Cuba. It is July the 5th, 2017, and we are here live in Havana, Cuba. It is Studio San Pere in the Barrio La Vibora in the Municipio de Diaz de Octubre. And we welcome you to our show today and also would like to thank Kyle Boyle, the station manager, and all the faculty and staff at the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs, uh, for helping us bring this show to you live. And we also want to introduce today some of the teachers with us. We are here in Aventura Cultural in Havana, Cuba, and we have a treat for you today. We have four outstanding Spanish teachers in the United States, maybe the four top teachers in the United States. <laughs> oh, we, we had to get that in. Okay. All right, we're moving along. And uh, we're going to a- ask them to talk to you a little bit about uh, where they teach and uh, what they do at their schools. The first person we're going to talk to is Pam. Pam uh, is going to introduce herself and give her complete name and also tell us a little bit about where she teaches ha- or has taught and what she does and things she does in the community. Okay, Pam. Buenos dias. Good morning. Uh, Here, what I do in the United States, my name is Pam Gimmer. And in the United States, I am retired now, but I am a world language and global learning advocate and uh, supervise world language teachers who are doing their practice teaching. And this has been a marvelous experience. I have so much more now to be able to share with them. Pam Gimmer. We now go to Angela. Angela from the state of Michigan. Yes, hi, I'm Angela Sherman. I'm from Michigan, Detroit. Uh, I teach in a suburb of Detroit, teaching beginning levels of Spanish, Spanish one and two, and also instructing IB Spanish, and currently enrolled at Wayne State University working on my doctorate. Uh, So I'm excited to be here. I've learned a lot in these past 12 days, and I'm anxious to get back to my classroom and share with all my kids. Gracias. And now we go to Christina from Greece. That's right, Greece. (laughs) You wonder how Christina got here from Greece? We do too. (laughs) So, so, all right, Christina. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Christina Rocha, and I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, but I have relocated to Athens, Greece, where I have been teaching for the past 10 years in an American school, an American international school in Athens. And I am teaching uh, middle and high school level Spanish one, two, four, and five currently. Uh, And I'm also enrolled in a PhD program there at the Hellenic American University. And uh, this has been just a really an amazing experience and I'm so glad that I came all the way from Grecia. <laughs> okay, now we go to the state of Ohio, and this is uh, and Sarah. Hi, my name is Sarah Jados, and I'm here from Columbus, Ohio. Um, I'm originally from Columbus, and I now teach it at Hamilton Local Schools. I've been at the same district for nine years. I'm about to start my 10th year. I am one of two Spanish teachers, And I teach, this past year, I taught level one, two, and four, but I have taught all levels at uh, one point or another. Thank you very much, Sarah. Now, what I would like, uh, estas chicas, these these young girls, no, they're they're 
pretty young. <laughs> and uh, they're going to tell you a little bit about uh, their impressions of Cuba. And uh, they have some incredible insights for you listeners out there as to the Cuban culture. And I'm excited for them to share this with you. And uh, who would like to go first? Okay, Angela. the finger is being pointed at me. This is Angela. So <laughs> Okay, here comes Angela. Finger pointed. So I, I guess I will start. Uh, yesterday I was sitting on the patio of our apartment and just watching one of the busy streets in our neighborhood and looking at pictures and just reflecting. And one thing you should know about Cuba when you come, I won't say if you come, when you come, is that it is just rich with history from the past and they don't forget it and they make sure that it's included and it's represented in every aspect of life. So when you're traveling through the streets, you'll see different um, quotes from Fidel Castro and notable poets and nationalists and revolutionaries, and it's all around them. And it just encompasses their daily life. It's, it's as if they do not want to forget. They make sure that children grow up so they don't, so they don't forget. And there's just this fusion of races and ethnicities and religions and everybody has this high tolerance and acceptance for it it's it's wonderful i think it's something that we in the states should definitely take note of and and learn from as far as the cuban people they they are more like a community than a group of individuals and they talk to one another they say hi to you as you're walking down the street they want to know where you're from they they want to know how's your english how's your spanish uh, they want to know exactly what state you're from, what city. Uh, they just they want to know you. They want to know you, and they were just so welcoming of us. So that's what I have to offer. Beautifully said. And one of the beautiful things about the program today is you are going to get uh, firsthand experiences from these great American teachers who have taken time out of their summer, paid for the trip. In, in most aspects, I think they paid their own way. And uh, which is wonderful, and uh, that they're so dedicated. And uh, it's one of the great things about language teachers in the United States. They they go to any extreme to improve the their teaching situations, learning more. And we have a great example of four great teachers here today. And uh, hopefully that we're going to see more and more and more as as we go along uh, with our Cuba program. Pam, would you like to say some things about? your impressions of Cuba? Yes, I'd like to add to that. As uh, we were talking this morning, we talked about how uh, careful people are with what they have. Um, that and, and what an ingenious lifestyle or spirit that they have. Um, they take care of everything so well. Um, and when it's broken, they find a way to fix it. Their ingenuity and creativity is is absolutely phenomenal, and to be admired everywhere. And you see it in the cars, you see it in all kinds of, uh, of vehicles and mechanical items, like a like a bicycle in a spinning gym that one of the girls uh, talked about. And you may hear more about that. Um, People don't get uptight when there's no electricity. It just, it's, when it happens, it happens, and life goes on, and, and um, life is, I guess, by our standards, maybe a little bit more simple, but on the other hand, more difficult or complex, too. Not everyone has access to 
transportation that's easy to find. And transportation has just fascinated me in, in particular. Uh, anything with wheels works. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> and uh, and and also the um, the care that and pride that parents take in taking their children to school in the morning, walking down the streets with them, big smiles on their faces, and always a, a pleasant greeting. And um, no one has really ever negated me asking uh, if I could take a picture of them. And they're so curious to know us, just as we are curious to know our Cuban neighbors. And as Angela said, the mixture of ethnicities and the lack of racism is something we have a lot to learn from. Absolutely. Christina? Well, I mean, there a lot of... A lot of what you guys have said is really, I mean, there's so much of, um, so many different impressions. One thing that I, I, I agree with, with these ladies with everything they have just said, another thing I would just like to touch on is the abundance and the vibrant sounds every day you hear walking down the street with people making noise, making sounds, and making music. And you hear music all over you, and all different kinds of music. And it has really helped me to understand how the Cuban people survive with what they have. And with this help of creating music, laughing together, smiling together, dancing together in the streets, in the, in the cafes, wherever you go, you hear music and it really livens you up. And, and one of the things that really impressed me so much about Cuba, about the Cuban people, is that they're, they're, they're happy. Uh, they're, you know, they have a lot they could complain about, but we don't hear the complaining. We don't hear any of the negativity. All I hear and all I see is optimism. And I hear, I see it in their faces, I hear it in their music, and I see it in the way their bodies move to this music. And it, even of the just jingling of bells as you're walking down the street. Just, it's really, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to see and to really, to feel as you live among them. And this has been one of the greatest experiences about staying here and really getting to understand uh, what life is like in Havana. Thank you very much, and we now go to Sara. Hi, they've covered a lot, and they've you know, said a lot of the same ideas I've had, um, but what I've really noticed is, well, how social everyone is and how friendly they are with their neighbors. Um, neighbors check on one another. Um, kids are outside playing in the streets, and I felt safe when I was here walking in the streets. Um, and just everyone saying good morning, good afternoon. And I also had the opportunity to attend a spinning class at a gym because I teach spinning classes um, back in Ohio. And I was just very impressed by the energy of the class and the care that they've given to the bikes that are um, much older than the ones that um, we have in our gyms but ran just as smoothly, if not more smoothly, than our brand new um, bikes in the gym. So, and in addition to people taking care of people, I noticed just how um, people care for animals as well. There are dogs on the street, and um, 
sometimes you would think that that's a sad situation, but those dogs are fed and they're cared for and they're um, kind. And I enjoyed not only meeting people, but meeting dogs <laughs> in a different country. So <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I would like everybody quickly to make a comment, if possible, uh, about Julian. Um, I, I've, we've all met lots of teachers in our lifetime, but there's only one Julian. Yeah. So, would you? Well, Julian is the is the ultimate teacher, the ultimate professor. His ability to combine the past with the present and help us understand the spirit of the, the Cuban people is absolutely phenomenal. He's so very humble also in, in sharing his knowledge of Cuban history, Cuban culture, and um, making sure that, that we understand his, uh, at, at, at every moment when we have uh, asked him questions, if he hasn't known the answer, which is very rare, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he will. He he will bring it to you. He will find out for you and bring it to you the next day. Um, I have. I personally have given him several pieces of homework, and 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 he says that that he treasures the opportunity to put things together, um, in in a matter that in a manner that will assist me and doing my work, and uh, he delights in doing so. Uh, he has taken us to his university where he teaches, and uh, his spirit is just something that is pervasive. Uh, it's contagious, and we're so fortunate to have him. And like, like Julian, we've also had the pleasure of working with Ramon and Maritza as our teachers, and they also have filled us with uh, incredible knowledge of, of Cuba, past and present, and spirit. Um, this is Angela. If you have the honor of meeting <laughs> Julian, count yourself privileged, because like Pam was saying, He's just a font of knowledge. You ask him these questions, and you think, he's not going to know that. I'm asking such a random question. Where did that monument come from? When was it put there? What is it made out of? And he'll say, 1953, marble from Italy. You know, that kind of, and you're like, wow. But uh, my favorite night here was going to Julian's house. Uh, his wife had prepared a beautiful dinner for us, and it's something that he did not have to do. So along with his incredible knowledge of Cuban history and music, he treated us, he invited us all to his home, which is not something that most teachers do, <laughs> invite their students to their home, but he invited us to his home and then serenaded us for about an hour on his guitar. And I just thought it was just a great showing of who he is, the spirit of Julian. There should be some type of award, yes. the spirit of Julian. But Julian, for me, my impression was, we always say back home, to step your game up. 
uh, to go a little bit higher, to, to set the bar higher. And Julian has set that bar, that when I walk in my classroom, I need to be the Julian to my students. Yes. I need to know the answers. And if I don't know the answers, I need to go find them and bring them back in a way that's warm, a way that's kind, a way that's easy to understand for my students. Julian was just and is just a gym. Yeah, so this is Christina. Um, Julian just, uh, he exceeded any kind of expectations I may have had uh, for any kind of guide, a teacher. He was above and beyond. He went out of his way to make sure all of us were cared for in such a gentle and kind way, in a sincere way. And this is something, you know, you don't see every day. I was so, so impressed with how he really took care of each and every one of our needs, our questions, uh, the attention and the detail and the time that he gave to make sure that we were all, uh, that we were, that we were all happily enjoying ourselves and without any problems. If we had an issue, he made sure that it didn't last. Uh, and he was just, uh, this is, his knowledge, of course, Definitely, he knew what he was talking about. He was very—he is very well read, and he's still very curious and learning on his own. And this is just so important for anybody who's who's teaching. Uh, his passion, uh, all of this, is just a matter of his passion and sharing that passion with us. And we all have, as Angela said, you know, we all want to—we all want to be the Julian in our classroom. And I think it was—it was just an honor to have him be with us on this trip. Thank you very much. So. Um, one of the smartest people I know is my assistant principal from this past year. We call him Wikipedia, but I just think I met the Cuban Wikipedia um, <laughs> by meeting Julian. Um, he knows everything, and he's so talented. When we heard him play uh, music at his house on the guitar, his voice is beautiful, and his lyrics were um, so touching, and some of us teared up during his song and all these wonderful things that everyone said I just want to mention that with all of his gifts of intelligence and talent he is incredibly humble and um, he's just been a great teacher to have and a great person to have met thank you very much and uh, none of you probably listening have ever met Julian and we hope you will someday we hope he's going to be at our Indiana Language Conference in November, so be sure to be looking at the program uh, come this November. Uh, now, we have a live teacher here mm -hmm. to speak to you from the program, Maritza. Maritza, can you scoot up a little bit here? All right. Now, we have a plan here. <laughs> our plans work sometimes. We have a flexible plan. We're always flexible here. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to start with, um, I thought maybe it would be a good idea if our teachers thought of a question to ask Maritza, and then if the teacher behind them, after they asked the question, would translate the question and then the answer, okay? Okay. Okay. Tengo que pensar de una pregunta. Entonces, Maritza, ¿cómo te sientes de nuestro programa de los profesores viajando aquí de los Estados Unidos, uh, de los Estados Unidos aquí a Cuba. In la traducción. What do you think uh, about the program uh, on which we have, that we have been participating in uh, and coming here to, to Cuba? 
Bueno, eh, hola a todos los que me están escuchando ¿no? en este programa de, de Tom y, y muchas gracias por, por invitarme a, a participar. Thank you very much for asking me to participate in your program and uh, uh, thank you, Tom. Sí. Les puedo decir que eh, yo tengo ya unos 20 años trabajando aquí en nuestra escuela. I've been working the, at this school for 20 years. Y hemos trabajado eh, generalmente con estudiantes de varias nacionalidades, todos de Europa. We've been working with students from uh, many nationalities, especially from Europe. Uh, y hasta que ustedes llegaron no habíamos tenido nada eh, como esto. And until you arrived, we hadn't had anything like this program. Sí, lo que más se acerca es nuestro programa de curso itinerante. The, the nearest thing that we have to this is uh, the program of uh, itinerante. Pero, uh, the itinerant teacher, sí, uh, it's not teachers, the traveling sí, program. Sí, sí. Pero eh, son estudiantes, no se trata de profesores como, como es el caso de ustedes. And, and, and this special program is for teachers. Mm -hmm. Y por supuesto, eh, esta es la segunda vez que, que viene el, el grupo que organiza Tom, pero este caso, en este caso es un grupo pequeño, ¿no? Um, this is the second time that, that Tom brings a group to Cuba, but this is a smaller group than the first one. And I, I would like to add, however, that, and you guys don't know this probably, but when we have small groups, you learn, I really believe, it's much, much more. Yes. I mean, when we think of all the attention that the small groups get, and that's why I love it. it. It's great from a teaching standpoint to have a small group to be able to do this, mm -hmm. because it, the bigger, it's just like teaching in the classroom, but the smaller the group, the more attention we get, we communicate better, and things that you can't do in a big group when we got to chat with each other, know each other a lot better. So there are, there are major benefits to, eso, to eso. small groups, yes. Justamente eso iba a decir que el hecho de tener un grupo más pequeño nos da a nosotros ¿no? la, la opción de poder pues, comunicarnos más directamente, estar en un contacto más directo. Having a smaller group gives us the opportunity to have more direct contact with, with each of the participants. Okay. Y también que el hecho de que ustedes puedan hacer muchas más cosas con me parece muy bien. It's really great because we can do more things with all of you. I'm going to ask the question in English so our listeners get it right off of the question. And then Angie, Angie will translate my question. Mm -hmm. My question is, do you see there's a, that there's a lot of difference in our teaching in the United States, the techniques and what you do here? Are there similarities? Are they very similar? Are there a lot of major differences? Hay diferencias en la manera que enseña aquí uh, en Cuba de, de que uh, hacemos en los Estados Unidos. ¿Te ves algo diferente aquí de los Estados Unidos? Eh, actualmente, bueno, creo que Julián puede un poquito hablar también de esto, pero en mi experiencia con nuestra escuela de idiomas específicamente, eh, pienso que no, que no hay mucha diferencia. Okay. Es decir, lo que pude ver ayer, estamos trabajando en la misma de nuevo, puedes decir, there, there's really, they, she sees some differences, but there are a lot more similarities between the way that we, they instruct here and the way that they instruct in the United States. And that's some of the things that we've been talking about as we've been here in Cuba. So education in Cuba is free. It, uh, oh, la educación aquí es gratis, no? Sí, sí. sí. Yes, so, yes. 
um, how many students, what percentage likely would go from graduating from uh, high school or uh, to the university? ¿Cuál es el número de estudiantes que asisten? Oh, porcentaje de estudiantes que asiste a la universidad después de la escuela secundaria. Bueno, pienso que el porcentaje es bastante alto. No te puedo decir una, una cifra exacta, pero es un porcentaje alto. It's a it's a pretty high percentage. She can't say exactly what percentage it is, but it's pretty high. Sobre todo porque la, las opciones eh, son muchas. Hay más de 33 eh, posi eh, posibles carreras. Hay universidad universidades en todo el país. Y entonces solo depende del talento, del interés que tenga el, el estudiante. So there's a lot of options here. There's more like more than 33 options. Uh, to choose from as far as different departments that students can study in. So she can't really say, but there's a, a lot of students choosing a variety of options. And so there's free education, there's free health. Es la educación gratis y salud gratis. Sí, el sistema socialista cubano está definido como derechos fundamentales. Todo cubano en nacer tiene el derecho de recibir la salud el servicio de salud gratis, eh, todo lo que es la educación y por supuesto eh, también somos conscientes de que esto cuesta, pero nosotros lo recibimos como un derecho fundamental. So, so the basis of uh, socialism and communism here in Cuba is that everyone has a right to everything, so a right to healthcare, a right to education, and so when you're born you have a right to all those things, uh, so that everybody is taken care of. Mm -hmm. No, they realize that they realize that this costs money, uh, and so it's not that they don't know that it costs money. They realize that it does, but um, I know Marita didn't say this, but it sounds like from when she from when she instructed us, they realize the cost, but they they also realize that it's necessary. Marita, thank you very much. Gracias, Marita. Gracias a ustedes. And now, guess who just came in? I was going to say, guess who came in to, for dinner? Remember guess who came for dinner? Sydney Portier. Doesn't yes. he look like Sydney Portier? He does. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, guys in, uh, out there and listening and, and your pod, uh, podcast listeners, you're not going to believe who's here. Julian is here. Julian is here. He's in the room here. He's here with us. He's in the uh, house. He's, he's in the house. house. He's in the house here. The house, yes. yes. All right. So, Julian doesn't know this. This is a surprise that we talked. I had the four teachers talk about you. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. And they said all these terrible. No, they didn't say that. <laughs> they just gave you the greatest compliments you could give anybody in the world. Yes. And for you being one of the great teachers of all time, not just here, but in the world, probably, mm -hmm. I'm sure, in the world. So uh, it's, we are delighted to be here with you and to be able to be around you and learn from you. And as we always have said, and we said that in Indiana, and we say that here again in Cuba. Um, and we hope you're able to join us in Indiana, right? And this fall, we're going to do all we can to have you back. And um, But Julian's here, and I would want, just want Julian to give his take on... How about talking about um, your visit in Indiana and what you thought about the United States? Can you give us a few ideas? Well, I think it was great to have the possibility uh, to meet American, American people. 
And well, I was invited to go to Indiana, and I had the possibility to talk to many students, university students, uh, pre-university school students, and I had the possibility of giving them some information about Cuba, okay, its life, the Cuban people, and it was really great. I met, okay, very nice people and very good people. It was the first time I went to the United States because I had been to other countries before, but it was the first time thanks to the contribution of some American people, mainly thanks to the contribution of Mr. Tom Alsop and <laughs> his family. But it was really great for me. That trip has been unforgettable. Okay? Thank you. That was very kind. Uh, what was the, most, the thing that you liked the most, that struck you that, that the best thing that you did there? I mean, in the, as you went around every day, what did you see that you liked? But as to me, was the contact with the students, with the American people, with, mainly with the students, because really I worked very much. There were some days in which I had to uh, lecture four times, five times, six times, okay, the, the same day, and I had to work very much, but that contact with, the, with the, the students, with the teachers, and I remember that I, in some cases, I had to do the, the lecture both in English, both in Spanish and in English, and there was one of them in which I was supposed to speak English all the time. Okay, but it was really great talking to the students, talking to okay your son Daniel, okay uh, uh, Sarah, okay his wife. They are very talkative, and we exchange okay information about all these. I remember also about the elections and the party you held at your home, and it was really I had the possibility to talk to some people and uh, and all those things and all those things. You know, uh, 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 Tom is. Uh, very uh, talkative and communicative, <laughs> and then really, uh, mm, I met many people and talked about different topics with many people. It was really great. Yes. Um, one thing that um, uh, we usually don't talk politics on the show, and I mean, this has nothing to do with politics, this is the truth, and I think that we would all agree to this, whatever political side you happen to be on listening out there, Republican, Democrat, Independent. But one thing that I think is incredibly obvious about what we should be doing with the Cuba relationship with Cuba, and that is we need to be opening up the Caminos, the roads to communication, and inviting more Cubans visiting us, and that we should go visit Cuba. And uh, let's do hope that, uh, that everybody comes to their senses when it comes to uh, our neighbors 90 miles away who live in this hemisphere, who have been ignored for 60 years almost by, by some of the things going on in, uh, in our country. So, uh, and perhaps it's time, it is time to be friends with these wonderful people because as everybody said here, we have lost uh, almost 50 years of seeing the beautiful culture that's in this country. And that is worth opening up roads for. And uh, the governments can be what they want to be, right? But the people are the people. The people here are what they are and we are what we are. But we should be free to select and, and visit Cuba and, and the Cuban people with us as well. And it's time that we quit arguing and do something positive. And does that make sense, everybody? Yes. 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 So please pass that on to your friends out there, the listeners, that we have to do this. This is the time. We've waited long enough. Uh, 60 years is way overdue. And you can meet Julian. You can have him come and visit you anytime you wanted to. It still can. 
if you'd like to come to your school. Uh, Marisa probably would like to travel. Mm -hmm. She would be a great visitor, mm -hmm. wonderful, outstanding teacher. And uh, we have all these people waiting, you know, so uh, let's get busy and let's, you know, do some positive thinking, some positivity for a change. And not just talk about this problem. Who cares? We've talked about it for 60 years. And let's do something positive and let's open the roads, right? So um, anyway, we have got um, uh, a few minutes left and I would be remiss. I have to have you guys here. Julian sing Guantanamera. Would you do that for us? A couple of Canta. verses. Guanta. <laughs> you don't need a guitar. You can do no. without a guitar. Okay, without the guitar. Yeah, and without the guitar. And they'll sing along. We'll you, help you. you. You do a verse and other verse, okay? Does but that anyway, before, before we then, I, I would like to say that if, if you have any Cubans about the relationships between American people and, and Cuban people, they will say that the relationship has always been very good, okay? The Cuban people has always admired, okay, American people. It's a matter, this situation is a matter of governments, okay? It's a matter of governments, but we know that American people, okay, love and admire Cuban people, and the Cuban people, okay, also loves and admire, admire the American people. It's a matter, you know, the situation, and mainly some people living in Miami, you know, the situation concerning, okay, the blockade, the embargo, and all those things, but this is the real, the real situation. Hmm? That's what we think, okay, about uh, the relationships between Cuba and the United States of America. Okay, thank you. Okay, are we ready to sing? Thank you. There we go. Okay, we'll let we'll let Willian do a couple of verses, and then uh, we'll we'll go back and do the same two verses, and we'll sing along, right? Okay. All right, here we go. Guantanamera, pa' aquí, pa' allá, Guajira, Guantanamera, Songoroco, Songo, Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. Yo soy un hombre sincero, pam, 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 de donde crece la palma. Yo soy un hombre sincero, pam pam pam, de donde crece la palma, y antes de morir me quiero echar mis versos del alma. Como dice, Guantanamera, pa aquí pa allá, Guajira, Guantanamera, Songororo, Songo. Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. No me pongan en lo oscuro, pam, 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 a morir como un traidor. No me pongan en lo oscuro, pam, 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 a morir como un traidor. Yo soy bueno y como bueno moriré de cara al sol. Todo el mundo, ¡eh! Guantanamera, pa' aquí, pa' allá, Guajira, Guantanamera, Songo, Rojo, Songo, Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. Con los pobres de la tierra, pam, 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 quiero yo mis 
suerte echar con los pobres de la tierra. Quiero yo mi suerte echar el arroyo de la sierra me complace más que el mar. ¡Vamos! ¡Eh! Guantanamera, pa' aquí, pa' allá, Guajira, Guantanamera, Songoroco, Songo, Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. ¡Otra vez! ¡Eh! Guantanamera, pa' aquí, pa' allá, Guajira, Guantanamera, Songoroco, Songo, Guantanamera. Estamos en vivo desde La Habana, Cuba, and we're going to be saying goodbye to everybody, and thank you very much for joining us. Be sure to listen in a couple of weeks. We're going to have Aventura Cultural Live from Madrid, España, and uh, we want to thank our guests today, Sara, Pam, Angela, Cristina, uh, Maritza, and of course, Julian. And uh, what a great group of teachers. Uh, we're very fortunate to be with them today, and we have some wonderful guests, and we're glad that you were with us. Please join us again, and thank you again, and have a wonderful weekend. Nos vemos en una semana o dos, eh? Okay, bye.